Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Great to have you on Sports Day WA. Shortly, you will speak to Jared Jansen from the East Randall Footy Club ahead of the Waffle Grand Final here at Optus on Sunday. But first, let's go to the open line. Joining us on the temperate bedshed call line, 13-12-55, is Adam at Carlisle. In fact, Adam from Perth. Hello, Adam. How are you? I'm very good, Pete. How are you? Good, thank you. Okay, mate, got a random one for you. I know you're a soccer fan and um, you follow the EPL. I'm a Docker supporter and I'm also a Spurs supporter. Yeah. Um, I just want to get your thoughts on the uh, the two different methodologies and uh, trains of thought of Justin Longmuir last year when Flag Mantle was this big thing and he said, no, nah, the fans got ahead of themselves, blah, 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 blah. They shouldn't have done that. And then Postacoglu on the weekend when asked, should fans temper their expectations? Uh, and said, no, 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 let the fans go, um, uh, enjoy it. Enjoy the moment, enjoy the time. We need to match the fans' expectations. Yeah, and I think Two it's different a, sports, yeah. two different managers, two different philosophies. And far more pressure when you're in the uh, world spotlight being the EPL. I'm going with Ange. I'm going with Ange. You cannot control, and fans have got every right whatsoever to get invested in their sporting club. If they want to go... Over the top, let them go over the top. Let them enjoy the experience because they are passionate supporters and we know the Fremantle Docker supporters are passionate. Don't stop them. Don't refrain them from getting overexcited. But the thing is, let them enjoy it rather than you sort of suppress it or encourage it as a coach. And I think Andrew's saying the fans have every right to express themselves the way they want and uh, if they want to really enjoy this moment, they have every right to enjoy this moment. And the other thing that I've noticed also, uh, Adam, is Andrew's come out with some pretty thought-provoking answers to questions that have been asked of him at press conferences, like yesterday or the day before I played. He was asked a question about the mental health of players playing the game, getting these exorbitant amounts of money and being on the world stage and being superheroes to many. And he played it all down saying, it's not all, it's not all like that. You know, there's a lot of players that are facing challenges. And the other thing that I realise, when you go to a press conference here, the same questions get asked. So you get the same answers. When you go to press conferences on the biggest stage overseas, like in the EPL, like in the NBA, like wherever it may be, is more deeper thinking by the journalists and the reporters on the questions they need to ask. And I think uh, that's a significant difference. Good on you, Adam. Thanks for joining us. I, I reckon let them go. Let them go. Nothing better than fever pitch fans at any sporting contest. Let's go to Jared Jansen. He's the Instrumental star, and he's no, no doubt looking forward to the big one, the grand final here at Optus Stadium on Sunday. Jared, thanks for joining us. No problem. Thanks for having me. You had a sore knee. They kept you out of the last final the Sharks played. Are you ready to go? Yeah, it was probably touch and go last final. So um, the, the sort of advice from the medical team and uh, the coaches, the doctor, was just to 
give it a bit more time and not risk it for either a prelim or a, or the GF. So just wanted to make sure we're, we're right to go there. So, um, yeah, ha- having another another week to get it right, um, yeah, it's put, it put me in really good stead. So um, back full training, have been for, for two weeks now. So... Uh, I'll be ready to go on on Sunday. It's interesting, Jared, when you look at uh, what the medics have advised you and you, the player, and you know your body better than anybody else. It's your body. Because I know there's certain situations with elite sports people where the player will make the decision and say, I am right to go. Believe me, I am right to go. Was there any of those conversations between the medical staff and yourself prior to the previous game? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I... I haven't had too much uh, sort of experience with injuries, touch wood, but um, I think there was just too much at stake to, to sort of do any any more damage and um, possibly put myself out for, for longer than, than what I needed to. So um, if we hadn't had the double chance, it might, might have been a different story. But, um, yeah, sort of having that that bit of insurance to, to fall back on, if we, if we did not get over the line against Peel, then um, would have been able to fall back on that and be right for the prelim. But... Um, yeah, another week to get things right um, has yeah put me in really good stead. Come back to you personally in just a moment. Uh, John O'Marsh has been officially ruled out. I spoke to your president last night, Mark Stewart, and he says, I don't know because I don't get involved in the football department. But he didn't sound very convincing. And, of course, it came out overnight that he's out of the grand final. Uh, he must be gutted, but it's also a bit of a blow to the team, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I mean, he's, he's such an important player for us. And, um, yeah, it's absolutely shattering for him to, to miss out on this opportunity because there's probably no one more in the team who's wanted it more um, to put us into this position. So it is really tough for, for Jono, but we'll, we'll put our arms around him and um, hopefully get the job done because he's he's been a really important cog for us as a footy club to get back to where we need to be. Peel are an interesting commodity because of their AFL-listed players that will come out and play. And no doubt you would have watched them last week. They were far too strong for Subiaco. What do you expect on Sunday? Yeah, I mean, they're, they're really strong for the midfield. Um, and even their, their waffle players are, are uh, really talented and hardworking. I mean, Ben, ben Hancock and, and Blair Bell and Sears up forward, um, they're, they're, they've proven to be the difference as well. Um, so it's not just the damage coming from the AFL boys, but um, look, they're, they're really well drilled, especially down back. I mean, Joel Hamling, he um, performed really well and, and ate up a few marks down there. So, um, yeah, I think that if we can sort of make them defend and, and use the ball really well going forward instead of bombing it into the guys like Joel Hamling and Nathan Wilson, then I think that's going to go a long way. Let's have a look at yourself. Uh, you grew up, of course, in the East Romandle Junior District uh, at Bull Creek Leaming Junior Footy Club, went to East Romandle, then got picked up by Geelong and then traded to the Brisbane Lions. So you've sampled what AFL footy is all about. When you came back, I think in 2018, uh, did you come back a far different player? Yeah, I, I definitely a lot fitter, a lot stronger. And um, I, I think my game awareness probably... Uh, yeah, it improved a, a lot probably since I got picked up. Um, you, you do watch a lot of vision and, and, and train train extremely hard when you're on, a, on an AFL list. So you do see the, the game differently. Um, but I think that's held me in really good stead coming back and being able to sort of um, perform as a senior player um, at East Rio. And, you know, as I said, it's a, it's a club I grew up with. Um, so... Yeah, it was a no-brainer coming back after I finished up on an AFL list, and we were in a bit of a bad way when we when I first came back. But um, yeah, it's it's really pleasing to see that the hard work that we've put in has has got us to the position that we're we're in now. But there's still a job to do. 
Bill Monaghan, a very celebrated coach. He's had success at a number of clubs. And as we know, he spent some time at Peel Thunder as well. Uh, how much experience and how much knowledge has he got of the system? And how is he preparing you for the game on Sunday, knowing that he's been involved in waffle football for a long, long time? Yeah, I, I think Bill, uh, even though he's been, been in the game so long, I still think he's underrated for what he's been able to do with our, our playing group and um, turn us around from, yeah, pretty much back-to-back wooden spoons, I think it was, in 17 and 18, and um, to build us up to where we are now because it's, I don't think too many coaches that would be able to do that and, and sort of sell the belief to the playing group over the years when maybe the results weren't going our way um, to, to sort of springboard us into... A grand final, so um, I think he his whole coaching philosophy has been unreal, and um, yeah, I really do think he's underrated. Um, even though he's, he's probably had about five hundred odd games uh, mm-hmm. involvement in Waffle as a player and coach. Um, but in terms of there, the preparation, um, yeah, he we, we try and keep things uh, very similar week to week um, in terms of training schedule and uh, and what we've been focusing on because what we've been doing has been working. Um, particularly the last yeah, 11 weeks, um, we've, we've been able to get the results. So I don't think too much will we'll change in that regard. But, um, yeah, we, we've obviously got to focus on Peel and, mm. and drill down as to how they got over the line against Subi. A lot has been said about uh, the ability of getting the ball out of the middle. And we know that uh, Peel with Will Brody and co will be very dominant in the midfield. Uh, what do you expect in the middle of the park? Yeah, I mean, they're, they're big bodies. Ben Hancock, he's... He's a big body. Blair Bell he's, might be one of the strongest in the uh, in the waffle, and and Will Brody I think his resume speaks for itself. So um, yeah, we've just got to be able to match him uh, inside the contest, and um, I think we do move the ball really well from from half back. And um, if we can get our running game up and going, then um, that that might be able to stretch him because myself as a bigger body, I know that that does stretch my, me um, when teams get running on the outside and, and you're sort of doing the grunt work on the inside. So um, that might be a point of difference that we can um, that we can find with, with uh, Peel on the inside of the contest. Should be a great game. Uh, I think all the Sharks supporters will be out uh, in numbers. And you're only still a young man, Jared. I think you're only about 28 years of age. So still have got another two or three good seasons left in you. If you win a premiership on Sunday... I gather you'll be keen to defend it next year. Yeah, absolutely. I think um, we've had some tough years, sort of 2018, 2019, as we've touched on before. But, um, yeah, we've sort of put so much work in and it's time to cash in on, in on a few wins because uh, there, were pretty, there were some pretty dark Saturdays and Sundays that we had throughout those years. So I can tell you winning is, makes your weekends a, a hell of a lot better. And, um, yeah, definitely keen to go around again. Um, no matter the result. Good on you, mate. Thanks for joining us, Jared. Good luck for the game on Sunday. Should be an absolute beauty. Looking forward to it. And thanks for spending a few moments with us here on Sports Day WA. No worries. Thanks for having me. Good on you. There you go. Uh, Jared Jansen from East Fremantle joining us. Uh, was drafted to Geelong. For, he was there for a couple of seasons. Couldn't get a game. And then went up to Brisbane for a couple of seasons and notched up about eight games before coming back uh, to East Fremantle. And he's been very, very handy with the Sharks over the last few seasons. Okay, uh, for Polaris, plate clearance deals are on now. $2,000 on the Ranger 1000 EPS, plus get $1,000 free accessories. Let's give you a sports update and breaking. And Richmond officially have confirmed that Adam Uze, as their new senior coach, uh, the 46-year-old, will be the club's 42nd VFL 
AFL coach. He will be unveiled, we believe, at a press conference tomorrow at Punt Road. He's been an assistant in the AFL system for more than a decade, first working part-time under Alistair Clarkson back in Hawthorne at 2012. Then after six full seasons with the Hawks, Uze moved to the Demons, the club he played 271 games for ahead of the 2021 season. And it ends a long wait for the 46-year-old to land a senior job having previously interviewed at Adelaide, GWS and Essendon. So congratulations to Adam Uze. will be unveiled as the brand new coach of the powerful Richmond Football Club tomorrow. And as we've mentioned, he's been in the system a long time. He's wanted this opportunity. And like Adam Kingsley at GWS, he'll be given that opportunity come next season. All right, after the break, uh, we'll come back. Uh, Ash Brown's going to join us. By the way, that update, thanks to Polaris, Australia's number one selling side-by-side brand. Ash Brown's going to tell us what's in the AFL record this weekend. And we believe there's going to be a fantastic tribute to the one and only late Ronald Dale Barassi. Plus so much more. Uh, don't go away. You're with Peter Vlahos. Don't forget double demerits. Uh, apply from midnight tonight until midnight Sunday for drink uh, or drug driving, not wearing a seatbelt or running a red light. Get caught and you could lose your licence twice as fast.